to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today, this episode is 137, which I can hardly believe we're already into the 130s. It's a little bit crazy. And as I sit here recording this episode for you, I'm looking out my window at the beautiful blue sky, the green trees, and it's so very obvious. Summer is coming. It is right around the corner. It's right at our heels. And for some of you listening, you might already kind of feel like you're in the thick of summer because I know a lot of kids have already been out of school, which is a little bit crazy. Now, today we're going to be talking about getting ready for summer, and I'm going to share with you five tips, some things that you can start doing right now, even if your kids are already out of school, to help you prepare for the most awesome summer ever. Now, before we dive into these five tips, I do want to share that I did a similar episode last summer and I was reviewing the notes for it and it's a little bit different. So I highly encourage that you go back and you listen. It was episode 80. So you can go back and listen to episode 80 and really kind of walk through a plan to help you create the most awesome summer ever. Now, last year I created a whole program around creating an awesome summer, some worksheets, a lot of other great content, and a lot of that is still inside of our membership. So if you are a member of Life Balance membership, I will make sure to link to it on our front page so you can find that and you can start planning for the most awesome summer for you and your family. Now, if you are not yet a member of Life Balance, number one, you should probably look at it. It's a free seven-day trial. You can peek around in there, and we are creating an app right now that is going to make all of the courses come to life and make it that much easier to have it right at your fingertips. So I'm really excited to give you more information in the coming months on that release. But even if you're on our email list, I'm going to be sending out some special tips and some worksheets and some things to really help you create an awesome summer as well. But if you are interested in that membership, again, it's free for the first seven days. You can go to lifebalancemembership.com and start your free trial and you can see what other options we have for joining as well. Now, Life Balance Membership is only $9.99 a month. That's less than $10 and you get access to all of the courses, all of the worksheets, your digital planner, 20% off your physical planner or anything else that you want to buy in the store. And it gives you a lot of really great encouragement as well. Now, let me tell you why I've built so many supports around summer. You know, for me, summer is just a really awesome season, but you know, it's also a season that is full of expectations. So just like how Christmas time, holiday season can be full of expectations, that's why we have the holiday sanity course to help you get through all of that chaos and really focus on what matters most around Christmas time. But summer is very much the same. It can be stressful. You know, the way that I actually create the definition for stress for me is that tension or that stress that happens in between those expectations that we create for ourselves and the reality that we're actually living. And that's why it can be so stressful because it is a time full of expectation, even if the expectation is for all good stuff, right? The the expectation doesn't have to be anything negative. Let me give you an example. You know, as soon as it starts to warm up, I immediately start to think about wearing shorts and tank tops and sundresses. 
But then I automatically go to, okay, that's what I want to do. But is my body ready for that? Am I ready for that? And so then I start thinking about all the things I knew need to do to start getting ready so that I can live in to that expectation. That brings on stress because you're probably like me and you know our to-do list is already really full, let alone trying to find time to do all of these other things, right? So then I start thinking about the summer camps and activities and Then it reminds me, like, what are the dates actually this year for the church camp? Because I don't know those off the top of my head. And when do they have to register by? When is the deposit due? And did I already miss the cutoff for soccer camp? Wait, soccer camp. That ends at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What am I supposed to do with the kids while I'm at work? See, this is why it gets so stressful. And then I will open up my phone or I'll go to Facebook and I see an ad for a beautiful patio furniture set and there's a barbecue and flowers. And I'm like, oh yeah, I so cannot wait to sit out on the back patio and relax. But then I start thinking about all the things I need to buy to spruce it up and make it really live into that expectation. And now there's more to do. But you know what? (laughs) When we think about it, the camp, the activities, the vacation, the stuff for the house, new clothes or anything else that I need for myself to get ready for summer, it dawns on me like this is a lot of money, right? Like that's a lot to kind of prepare to meet these expectations. And where in the world is that money going to come from? You know, I love summer, but I'm such a visual person. So as soon as I start to set those expectations in motion, I start playing these like movies or these stories in my head about how awesome it's going to be. And we have a lot of expectations. And I know, even if you're not exactly like me, whenever you think ahead into what's going to be, there's natural expectations that come up. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. Like I listed off some pretty awesome ones and why I think summer's awesome. But there's also those other ones, right? Like, what are you going to do with the kids? And are the kids just going to sit on their PlayStations or their Xboxes or on YouTube all summer long? Right, We start to have these fears as well as these positive expectations that we want to have for our family. And on top of all of this stress and extra things to do and the money, right? we also have to remember that we only have so many summers left with our kids. And it's really important that we want to make memories with them, right? We want it to be something that they look back fondly on summers and their childhood and the things that they got to do. Now, if you missed last week's episode, I had my very good friend on, Amber Sandberg, and this is something that she's reminding me of all of the time because it's something she's really passionate about is realizing how many summers, how many holidays, how many spring breaks we have left with our kids. And when you start to think about life like that, It really makes you want to cherish every single moment and make every single moment count. So how do we make the most of it, right? It feels like now, like, oh my gosh, Jenny, now I'm even more stressed out than I was when I started listening to that. That's not what the show's about, right? We are all about overcoming that stress. So... This is exactly what these five steps are going to do. Now, whenever we do these kind of episodes, I hope that you have some kind of a notebook that you pull out, that you use to kind of go through these exercises. Because like I said in the intro, this is a very practical podcast. This is not one of those chatty, chatty podcasts, right? Like sometimes we have those guests on that we like to have those chatty conversations, but 
For the most part, I want you to leave these episodes feeling equipped and empowered to go out there and create some balance in your life. So if you're listening to this while you're driving, I hope that you go back and you do a re-listen when you have time to go through your notebook. And even if you don't think you're going to have time for that, don't feel like you have to pause this and come back later because you can do a lot of these exercises in your head as you're driving, as you're working out, because really, it's really just about creating that intentionality for yourself more than anything else, right? All right, so let's dive into these five steps to help you create a really, really awesome summer. All right, number one is to make that brain dump list. Now, I talk about this all the time, and it is really, really powerful. I could go into stories about how this has alone helped save my sanity over this last week, but I'm not going to get into that right now because this is all about summer. So I want you to get all of those ideas, all of those stories, all of those expectations that you have around summer out of your head and onto paper. Now, when you think about summer, what things start to flood your mind? Now, I shared with you some of the things, and those just scratch the surface that kind of flood my mind about summertime, right? So I want you to kind of be thinking through all of those things that might come up for you, that might come to be expectations or stress things or even just wishes or daydreams that you want to have for summer. So when that comes to mind, write it all down. Get it all out on paper. Because there's something really powerful whenever you feel like there's just a lot going on or you feel overwhelmed, making a list and how you can all dump it out on paper is so powerful. Now, I wasn't gonna share the story because we are talking about summer, but just to give you an example, because sometimes this is just an everyday thing for us, right? So I think it was last Thursday, you know, I ended up being called into some extra meetings at work. And so I did not get to any of my to-do list for work things. And on top of that, I had so many other things on my to-do list. So for those of you, if you're newer to the show, I work full-time corporately. I'm lucky enough to be able to do that job working remotely, working from home. Actually, it's not quite so much luck. There's a lot of strategy behind how I've been able to create that for myself. And I'll be sharing that actually in a couple episodes from now, diving into a little bit more information. But okay, so I work full time. I do Your Life Rocks and Life Balance membership. And in addition to that, I help my husband with his businesses as well. Now, if that doesn't sound busy enough, I also have two growing kids, right? So there's always a lot going on, and it's really, really easy for me in the season of life that we're in right now for overwhelm to set in. I mean, it just is. There's no if ands, or buts around it, and I'm sure you are the same way, right? When you have more than one thing going on, overwhelm can happen very, very easy. But what happened last Thursday, right? So all of a sudden, my time shrank, my to-do list, like, felt like it was quadrupling and I was feeling like a failure and I didn't know what to do. Like it was literally one of those moments like I don't know how to turn this around, but I know it needs to. And so something's got to change. And so I made a brain dump list. I went through and I just wrote it all out on paper. Messy, messy, messy. It does not matter. Just write it out. I got it all out on paper and then I got a nice, clean, crisp sheet of paper and I went through my brain dump list and I categorized things. I categorized things for what needed to be done 
by the end of the week. So it wasn't even like what's the top priority, but like what just cannot, like if it gets done on Saturday, it's too late. You might as well forget about it, right? Like it has to be done by Friday. I don't want to stress out about things that have to be done on Monday of the next week or two weeks from now, because sometimes we can borrow stress from the future that we don't need to borrow, right? So for me, I had to put that time limit, like 24 hours, what things absolutely, without a doubt, have to be done within 24 hours. And then I wrote those out on my nice, pretty sheet of paper. And then next to it, I wrote, you know, how long is it actually going to take me to do that thing? Because honestly, you guys, some of the stuff is like, I have to text so-and-so back. I could do that in less than a minute and get it off my plate and have it not stress me out anymore. Or I can just sit on my to-do list buried by things that are going to take me two hours, three hours, one hour, 30 minutes even. And then I never actually do those things, right? So Writing down that time next to it is really, really key. And once I even got it on paper, before I even marked anything off, all of a sudden, I felt empowered. I felt good because I could look at the list and be like, I know I could knock out half this stuff before dinner. And all of a sudden, I killed the overwhelm. It was gone. So brain dump lists are really, really powerful. I know that's a little bit of a story down a bunny heel and does not necessarily go into summer. But since we're talking about brain dump, I had to share that story with you because if you are finding yourself stressed out, overwhelmed, feeling like, oh my gosh, there's just no way, do the brain dump list. I promise you it will help a ton. Okay. So number one is to make your summer brain dump list. Number two in your notebook, I want you to turn the page or put away that piece of paper, that napkin, whatever you wrote that brain dump list on. I want it out of sight so you can't see it anymore, right? I want you to, with a very fresh mind, ask yourself this question. What do I want for this summer? Yeah, what do you want? Not what do your kids want, not what your friends want, not what you heard someone else say that they want, not what you heard me say I want. I want you to think about you, You sitting there listening to this podcast, what is it that you want for the summer? Are you looking for simplicity? Are you looking for the summer to gain skills, experiences? Are you looking to travel? Are you wanting to be outside as much as possible? There is really no right or wrong answers because you know what? We're all in different seasons of our life. One summer, you're in a different season than you are in the next summer, (laughs) even though seasonality, it's the same. But you know what I mean by life seasons, right? Like things are just different. There's different priorities, different focuses. So to give you an example, last summer, I wanted freedom. That's all I wanted from the summer because we were in a place, well, I was in a place where I was working just for our family businesses and I didn't work really for like a corporation. I didn't work for someone else per se. I mean, I work for my husband, but I didn't work for someone else, right? So I could pull back a little bit. And honestly, it was the first summer I've ever not worked corporately, not had like a boss or a high stress, powerful position. So it was freedom for me to be able to just live a little and enjoy summertime. And so with that in mind, I left it open blank. I didn't plan a lot. We didn't like look at all of the camps that were going on and think about all the things that we wanted to do. I mean, we did our summer bucket list, which I talk about in episode 80. So I hope you go back and you have a listen to that. But we really didn't do a lot. We didn't put pressure on ourselves or stress on ourselves to do anything. And you know what? It was amazing. It was very, very relaxing. But I'm not in a season where, one, I want to do that this year, or two, where I'm able to do that this year. Because this year is very different. 
This year I am working full time and I am still running the family businesses and we're turning the membership into an app, which is very stressful and very time consuming and a little bit crazy. So plus on top of that, where my kids are right now in their season of their life, I feel like it's a good time for them to really develop themselves this summer. So it's going to be different, right? It's going to take some different structure than we had in years past. So I want this summer to be very different than last summer, and that's okay. But I have to first identify, and you have to first identify what you actually want out of this summer. Otherwise, what you get, you're not going to be happy with, and you're not even going to know why. (laughs) Come September, you're going to be like, that felt like a waste of a summer break for my kids, for me, for the season, for everything, right? So that's number two, is really decide what it is that you want for this summer for yourself. All right, number three, looking at what you want for the summer to be for you and your family, you have to think about what activities would bring that to life. So for me, this year, it's going to be all about camps, activities outside the home, vacations. Now, there are some things inside the home that I also want to include that would help me reach that goal and help me intentionally bring about the summer that I want, right? But for example, my youngest, He really struggled this last year, and I really want him to catch up over the summer. So I'm going to be looking into some homeschool materials, some things he can do online that he can kind of maybe catch up a little bit, right? Because no one likes school when it's super hard and you're falling behind. So right now he's finishing the school year hating it. And I want him to be excited come September. I want him... Obviously, you know, it's, it might be kind of wishing pretty high for him to be like, yay, I love school. But at the same time, I want him to feel confident. I want him to feel like, yeah, I can keep up with the other kids, right? So that's going to be one of our main focuses for the summer. So I have to kind of think through if that's what I want for him this summer, what activities is that going to include? Now, I've also asked my kids to pick two things. I want them to pick something that's going to help them physically and something that's going to help them either emotionally or mentally. So it might be enrolling in a camp that's a science camp, or there's a camp that will teach them how to do video programming or to start a YouTube channel, right? For me, that's kind of that creativity, that mental side. But then I also want them to do something physical. So it might be swim lessons or a soccer camp or something like that. So it can really help to stretch them. Now, I also plan on doing a lot of walking and running, especially with my oldest son. He's 13, and I really love running. I think that, you know, running is one of those things that helps us overcome that little voice in our head, as I've heard Will Smith kind of refer to it before. So it helps us be mentally strong as well as physically strong, and I really want to pass that on to him as well. So we'll be focusing in on those things this summer for us. So once you've kind of listed out all of those activities, right, for one, take a breath because we just dumped out this brain dump list and now you probably are like, oh my gosh, Jenny, now I have so many more things on my to-do list. Thank you for adding to my overwhelm. That's not the point because step four, we are going to get real. I want you to pull out your calendar and look at all of the dates, right? So look at the dates the kids get out of school. When do they go back to school? If your kids are not yet in school, obviously you don't have to worry about this part, right? If your kids are still like preschool age or younger, then you don't have to do this. But this is still for you too, right? If you are in that parenting stage of life, this is definitely still for you. I want you to start pulling in all of the things that are already scheduled, the things you must do, the things you can't get out of, the things that are just a fact, right? So for example, 
you know, your office might be closed on the 4th of July, Memorial Day, you know, those holidays, those are just kind of a matter of fact. There's nothing really expectation necessarily around it. It's just, it is what it is. Kids that get out of school on this date, they go back to school on this date. Maybe you've already worked out a vacation and that's already planned, or maybe they're going to go stay with their grandparents for a week, which is amazing. (laughs) That's like the best, right? So put all of those things on the calendar. Look up what they are. Then in pencil, 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 some of you, even though I'm saying pencil, you'll do this in pen and then you'll be like, oh, that's why she said pencil. Although I did find a pen that's erasable and it is like actually erasable and I'm in love with it. So anyway, but make sure whatever you're writing in, you can erase. I prefer pencil still, even though I found the pen. I want you to look at how you can intentionally plan the rest of the time to create the summer that you absolutely want to create. Now, why in pencil? Because things change and sometimes our expectations don't line up with reality and that's why we have stress. So do it in pencil. That way you can move things around if it doesn't feel right. Once you have it all laid out, something might not work practically or it might not just work for you in the way that you're feeling about it, right? You might be like, ah, no, that feels too busy, too crowded. Something's got to go. You can choose to pick and see what it is that you want to cut out of there. All right, number five is you're going to put this planning into action. So you have to figure out how much of these penciled in plans will cost both time and money. And can you still plan for them? I mean, just because you want to do something doesn't mean that it's going to happen, right? Because there's a lot of things that I want that I can't afford. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. There's a lot of things that I want to do with my kids that I don't have the time for either. So you really have to kind of think about the reality of those things and see if they still hold a spot on the calendar or not. Because it's kind of important because this is going to start framing the details around those expectations. If early on, before summer even really kicks off, you can decide, you know what, I'm going to let go of X, Y, and Z. Now you no longer have to hold spot of an expectation of what that's going to mean for you because you can just release it and it's gone, right? So it's really, really important that you do that. Now, if looking at these things, you can do them and it does fit in financially, does fit in with your time, schedule it, book it, pay for it, get it done. Now, if you can't, think about what else you could do to get the same result, right? Like if you can't make it work for time or money, but you still kind of really want that one thing to happen and it's not something you want to release, then there's always a plan B, right? So before we talk about what the plan B looks like, let me back up to the if you can do it part, right? Where I want you to schedule it, book it, pay for it. Right now, while you are doing this planning exercise, you know, you might not want to get distracted and go and start doing all of that. So I recommend at this point, while you have that list and your calendar and everything is penciled in there, grab your Google calendar and just put like, okay, this is the day that I want to make sure that we're registered for everything for the next month by. And then that way you're setting some deadlines for yourself to keep yourself accountable and keep things moving forward. All right, so let's talk about the plan B, the things that maybe it might not work out, right? So here's an example. I might not be able to get my son into soccer camp. For one, I'm a little terrified by the idea because some of these kids in soccer camp are like really good. And their parents and them are not tolerant of people who are not 
really, really good, right? And my son loves soccer, but he's just not that great at it because we haven't done it for that long, right? But he really, really wants to get good at it. So if it is too late for soccer camp and or I just don't want to pay for it because I just am or I'm worried, right? Whatever the reason is, if soccer camp's not it, let me just say that there's all kinds of reasons. But if soccer camp is not it, what else can we do? Well, we can watch YouTube videos of different drills and try to recreate them in the backyard after dinner or on Saturdays. Because here's the thing. If it's important, you can make anything happen because you are a mom and you are resourceful and you are the maker of things of happening. (laughs) So I promise you, even if you can't get into the camp, even if you don't have time for this big, long thing that you think that you want to do, there are other workarounds that you can do. And some of it might be that you want something for your kids, but you personally don't have time to give that to them. Hire out. Find someone who can. It's okay. If your kids are having the experience, that's all that really matters anyway, right? And to that point, as a working mom, it's so easy to say, I wish I could take more time off, or how am I going to get all of this in? Like, I really want to create a special summer, but gosh, between work and everything else, like it's already really chaotic. I don't know how we're going to add in all of these extra things. Okay, so if that's you, I have these three bonus tips for you. All right, are you ready? Number one is to look at your vacation time and see what you can take off and what makes the most amount of sense. I mean, look at what the holidays are that you already have off. How can you maximize on those? And you know what? I totally get it. Sometimes we can feel guilty about taking that time off, but you never know, right? And you have the time off for a reason. So you can either feel guilty about taking the time off or you can feel guilty about missing out on stuff with your kids. For me, I would rather be just swamped on the day I come back with a bunch of emails and be a little bit stressed out for a couple days trying to catch up than to miss out on summer with my kids. So look at the vacation time and see what you can do. Number two, see if you can adjust your work schedule. It is worth a shot. You never know. I mean, it might be that you move around your hours. It might be that you ask to do four 10-hour days instead of five days a week. There's a lot of different options out there, and I'm actually going to be talking in a couple episodes a little bit more about career and really how you can put some drops in the bucket so that you can negotiate some of these things for yourself. All right, now tip number three of these bonus tips, I want you to listen next week. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so already, because next week, I don't want you to miss it. I'm going to be diving into some tips on how you can make the most of summer, even while you're working full time. We're going to be talking about things to do after work, on the weekends, things even before work to make the summer magical for your kids and for you. It's going to be a really great episode. So make sure you hit subscribe, tell your friends, share the episode out, and let's get as many moms really focusing in on their family and quality time this summer. All right, so let's just review the tips that we covered just to make sure that you have all of them in your back pocket and ready to go. All right, so number one is that all-important brain dump list. Trust me, every time overwhelm hits, number one thing to go to. 
Actually, I take that back. Number one thing to go to is prayer. Number two thing is the brain dump list. Then, okay, tip number two is to decide what you want for the summer. For you, for your family, put it on paper. Then tip number three is to decide what activities would bring that to life. Number four is to get real. (laughs) Decide what it is that you can do and decide if you can actually make it happen. And number five, if you can make it happen, then do it. Schedule it, book it, pay for it. And if you can't, decide what plan B would look like or just decide to let it go and say, you know what? It's just not in the cards this year. It is gone. We're not going to worry about it anymore. So before we wrap up the show, I want to share our Bible verse for you for this week, for this episode, and it is Isaiah 55, 12. I'm going to read the verse. It's probably going to be a little bit different than what you would think as we're talking about summer. You know, you think about summer and you probably think about some other Bible verses that might come to mind. But for me, Isaiah 55, 12 just speaks truth. And it reads, for you will go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Now, there's a couple reasons why I love this verse for this episode as we're talking about summer. I mean, I think, you know, even as we're talking about letting go of overwhelm and knowing that whatever we are thinking about for this summer, knowing that God is in control of all of it. And with that in mind, we can go out in joy and we can be led forth in peace. When we're led forth in peace, it's not all up to us because we are being led. We are not leading, we are being led. And I think with that in mind, gives me so much peace. As a control freak myself, as someone who's always trying to take the lead, knowing that I don't have to, I can let him take the lead. And when I do that, I can go forward in joy and peace. And ultimately, that's all I really ever want from summer or any other season in my life. But for me too, summer is all about getting outside. It's about hiking, it's about camping, and it's about being in the mountains and with the trees and going to the beach and really being in nature. And so reading the the part of the verse about the mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you. You know, for me, whenever I'm out in nature, that's where I really feel close to God. I love just being overwhelmed by the beauty of his creation. And when the trees, they start to sway in the wind. And I don't know, it just feels like it's praising him. And it makes me realize that even I can praise him. If the trees can praise him, I can praise him and be glad for the beauty of his creation. So I hope that this episode has helped to bring you a little bit more joy and peace as you feel led going into the summer season for yourself, for your family, because it's here. Summer's here. (laughs) There's no going back. So we have to move forward and there's no other way of moving forward than with peace and joy. So I hope that you hit subscribe if you haven't done so already so you don't miss next week's episode as we talk about really maximizing those small windows of time after work, before work, even on the weekends to really make the summer the most awesome summer it can possibly be. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.